Welcome to the Life Purpose Podcast, the podcast that supports you in finding and embodying your purpose. My name is Paulisari, and I am your host. Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Life Purpose Podcast. Today I'm going to do something that I've never done before on this show. I'm going to do an an episode entirely by myself with no guest. And um, yeah, I'm going to talk about something that often comes up with clients and with people when I talk about purpose. And that is that people very often see purpose in terms of what they do, like especially in terms of their job, like they often equate purpose and their job or their vocation. And this, uh, in my understanding, this is a, is a very big mistake. And actually in terms of um, finding your purpose, it's really important to understand that this is not the case. Um, what you do in the world is certainly an expression of your purpose. And the more it is aligned with your purpose, the more fulfilling and meaningful your life will be. But um, it's not in itself your purpose. Um, so... What what do I mean by this? What then is purpose if it is not your job or your vocation? Well, so in order to clarify this, we need to look at the purpose octagon, which is very much at the center of my work. It's a way of dividing purpose into eight facets. I'll just mention these eight parts before I say more. So... They are vision, values, powers, essence, giveaway, task, message, and delivery system. So purpose is one thing. Purpose is not eight things. However, in order to talk about this one thing, it's a very multifaceted thing. It's it's something that's too big to just put into like one word. And so in order to really understand this one thing, it's easier for our human minds to divide it into as- different aspects that will clarify and make it easier for us to approach it. And as you may have noticed, the last one in this list here is delivery system. And that actually is very closely related to vocation or the work that you do in the world, which hopefully can even can be your job, can be what you get your uh, income from. Because the more you can align your economic reality with your purpose, the more you can be on purpose, obviously, you can live your purpose in everything you do and not have to kind of divide your life into living your purpose in your spare time and doing some kind of job that's not so much aligned with your purpose for eight hours a day or so. 
And yes, of course, it's possible to live your purpose in any job to some degree, even if you'll be flipping burgers as your job. Yes, you can live your purpose to some degree, which will be clear as we continue clarifying the octagon here. But there are less um, suitable expressions of your purpose and more suitable expressions. And the more like the really clear expressions of your purpose are what could be called your delivery system. But let's get back to that later, because that actually comes at the end of the octagon. So, the purpose octagon. And I need to mention here that this is not something I came up with. This The purpose octagon comes from Jonathan Gustin at the Purpose Guides Institute. Okay, so the purpose octagon. The first part, vision, and that is described as your soul's dream or soul's imagining or sensing of an ideal evolved world where if you were to embody your deepest aspiration and purpose. So if you would really live your purpose, what kind of world would that contribute to? What kind of a world does your soul dream about? What kind of a world would your soul most deeply desire to live in? And in my case, you know, when we, when you go through the Purpose Discovery Program, you clarify each of these different aspects of the octagon for yourself. You don't do do that so much by thinking and reflecting about it, but you do that by, in different ways, accessing your soul connecting to your soul and getting information from your soul. But at the end you need to put this down in words so that you, well, so that your rational mind also understands them and so that it will be easier to reconnect to and and guide you on your way. Often these words that we use to describe our purpose uh, as a whole and the different aspects of our purpose come through in ways that are doesn't, don't make so much sense to our rational minds, but they they make sense for our souls. So if I share my statements, they may not necessarily make sense to someone else, but often they do, of course, and often they do at a soul level. You may not understand them with your mind, but with your soul you may at least be able to feel what it's about. Well, this first one is fairly straightforward. So for my part, my vision is a world where we take care of each other and where everyone gets to contribute in ways that are deeply fulfilling for them. Now, obviously, there's more parts to, you know, (laughs) my soul's ideal world, but this is, this is kind of, this is very central for my soul. And it's very central for what my soul wants to contribute to. And it resonates quite nicely with the job of a purpose guide to help people find the ways to contribute in ways that are deeply, most deeply fulfilling for them, which is what happens when you're on purpose. So that's vision. And then let's get on to the next one, which is values. Values is defined as the soul level principles core ideals or beliefs that support your purpose and give shape to your efforts. So these are the values that guide your work, that guide your life, really. 
that are very much at the heart of your priorities. Yeah, how you relate to others, how you relate to yourself, hopefully, although <laughs> very often it's the case that we, we, our values are more reflected in how we relate to others rather than ourselves, which is a bit of a pity. So that's something that we can make more conscious choices about when we are more clear about our values and other parts of our octagon, how we can actually give our gifts to ourselves also, which is something we very often miss. We're more, yeah, it's more common to live them out towards others. Yeah, so my values are love and a deep care for all of life. Yeah, just just saying that out loud kind of makes me connects to something very deep within me. And it's, you know, if I say them to myself without someone listening, it has a power. But when I say them out loud like this, when I know that others are listening, it kind of goes deeper. And there's the strength of kind of stepping out of the closet with your purpose, like really letting the world know what you're about. That it strengthens your purpose. It strengthens these qualities in yourself and makes them more, makes them come alive. Because we are social beings. So, number three, powers. And this is described as your natural soul level abilities or native genius. Sometimes they are called strengths. I prefer the word powers, sometimes even superpowers, because this is like, yeah, we, we don't often recognize that we have something that is so valuable, so, so valuable, and that others may not have. You know, some people have the same power as we, of course, but others don't. And some people really would like to have our powers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so let's just recognize that we have something of really deep value to give ourselves and the world. In my case, my powers are a profound ability to love and a vast depth of presence. And of course there's more. These are just like the very central core powers for me, but as I was working on this, I had a pretty long list. And yeah, it's good to be aware of that too. But then there are some, some powers that are really at our core, our essence. These would be the ones for me. And as you may notice, there's some overlap between values and powers here. They both have to do with love. That's it's very common, I think. It's natural that that these things go into each other because in the end they're not really separate. Number four. This is one of my favorites. Number four is essence. And your essence, it's not something you do, but rather it's the effortless radiance or transmission of your being. So it has 
an active transformational power. It's something that deeply affects other people, but, but it's not something you do. It's just something you are in every moment it's there. And an easy way to, to understand this more clearly and to, to maybe identify what it is for yourself is just, to, you know, if you enter a room, and immediately in the moment as you enter, the energy in the room is shifted in some way. And of course, if there's many people in there, it might not be radically shifted because there are, you know, 10, 20 other persons' essences that are um, contributing to the vibe, but, but it's shifted in some way. And if there's just a few people, it might be maybe shifted quite radically. So you may you may you may want to look into that. Like if you would enter a room and there's two persons there, what happens to the other people? What happens to the energy? Is it suddenly more um, joyful? Is it you know? Is there more of an excitement and like this upward moving energy? Or is it maybe that it kind of calms down, gets a little bit deeper? Yeah. Is there like a playfulness to what happens in the room when you enter? Or is it more of a sobering quality? So there's, yeah, it's very different. It's very, very different between different people. And in my case, the words that I that came to me as I was filling into this were a loving force that pulls you into the mystery. A loving force that pulls you into the mystery. And this is an example of something that may not completely make sense to the rational mind. But maybe you can feel it, maybe you can understand it on a soul level. Maybe not. It's for me. <laughs> These statements are always there to help you connect to your purpose. They're not for someone else, but they may be inspiring for others. So. Yeah. Number five, your giveaway. So this is what you actively do to people to transform them. It's your soul-level offering, process, or gift. So this is what you actively do to people to transform them, but it's not something that you perhaps consciously do. You know, it could be, but it is something that kind of just happens. You do it, but it's very natural. And you may not always intend to do it. The more you get aware of what your giveaway is, the more you can do it consciously, which increases its power, of course. But it is something that simply happens. Also, in my case, the words that came to me for my giveaway are the deep origination process. So that's definitely something that may be difficult to understand. And it's really hard for me to explain that. I know exactly what it is. But when I try putting more words to it, it's really, it, it, it doesn't quite get at the essence of, of what, my, what, I, what that means. 
near. So number six, task. Your task is defined as a calling, assignment or mission that you undertake to support your vision. So if you if you consider your vision, that's um, that's something very big and something that one person can't create in a lifetime. Um, however, there's some part of your vision that you can manifest. And that is your task or your mission. Sometimes we use the word mission. Um, so let's see, for me, I can't bring about a world where we all take care of each other um, and where everyone gets to contribute in ways that are deeply fulfilling for them. Um, you know, there's, what is it, 7 billion people right now? I just can't help them all get to a place where they are on purpose. But I can support a couple of hundred or thousand or maybe tens of thousands of people, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people to be on purpose. That's possible. That is my task. So the words that came to me to describe my task is healing the world by bringing forth individuals who are truly aligned with their soul's calling. Yeah, it doesn't say there exactly how many it should be. But that's the task. As many as possible, I suppose. So, seven, message. A single fundamental truth that you were designed to propagate. So you came here into this world, in this lifetime, to speak a specific truth. To convey a specific message. It says here, you were designed to propagate. That's quite strong words. It's like you... You really came here for this particular reason. You have something to share. <laughs> something really fundamental and important that everyone needs to know. Some people may already know it, but certainly not everyone, or else this wouldn't be your message. Else there wouldn't be a need for your message. So my message is... Your original nature is grandness beyond measure, and stepping into it is how you change the world. I'll repeat that. Your original nature is grandness beyond measure, and stepping into it is how you change the world. Yeah, and again, grandness beyond measure, it's... So words that speak to my soul at least, and hopefully to other people's souls. Mm. 
And my work reflects this message, even though I don't very often, you know, it's not something I say out loud all the time. In fact, this may be the first time I publicly say that aloud. Um, But it comes through. It's like, it's the red thread that goes through my work. And then we come to the last part of the octagon, the delivery system. The delivery system is the visible system, career, profession, vocation, through which you offer your giveaway to the world. Now this is your job. This is your vocation. This is the work that you do in the world. I often like to kind of separate this part from the others, because as I see it, this is is an expression of your purpose, your delivery system. It kind of makes it more clear, for me at least, if I think of it as an expression, rather than as as something that's innate somehow to me or to my soul. However, if I just look at my life and often other people's life, I see that there are some some delivery systems that just come very naturally. Like for me, it's purpose guide or coach. You know, this podcasting thing also comes very naturally to me but definitely this thing about working one-on-one with people supporting them on their journey to becoming more of themselves and and giving their gifts to the world um it's something that's just so close to to me and just comes so naturally and with such ease and just makes me come alive and just feel so much at home when I do that. Mm. There may be other delivery systems which, which are as potent, as powerful, as, as suitable for my soul. But this is something that comes back again and again. And that's that's probably true for most people. So, um, and often it's many things, just to be clear. So let's look at my delivery system, the delivery systems, because I think generally that, that it's several. So for me, it's purpose guide, workshop and course leader, author and podcast host. These are, you know, they 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 have to do with each other for sure, but they're, you know, doing the one-on-one work of a purpose guide and uh, being an author, writing materials are, you know, quite different in many ways. And also it's interesting to note that um, sometimes some of these may be dormant for, for a while, maybe for years even. Like I'm not writing 
a lot of stuff right now. I'm actually not an author because I didn't write a book. I'm not really an author, but so sometimes it's like a potential delivery system, something that may come. It's likely that I will write a book, but that's, we'll see. But all the other aspects of my delivery system here I am doing or have done in the past, and it's clear that they are very good expressions of my purpose. Yeah, so hopefully this helps in clarifying the difference between purpose and job or vocation. Um, as as you may be able to, as you may have noticed, all the the first seven aspects of of your octagon, you can live them in different ways in many contexts. You can, you know, your essence will be there even if you're cleaning or if you're flipping burgers or if you're, you know, doing any kind of job. It, it won't go anywhere. It's just that it may may have a greater impact if you have a vocation that, that's more aligned with that. But it will still be there. And your giveaway... Well, you can do that to a certain extent, you know, in many contexts, even if you're flipping burgers and you can do your giveaway to the customers in the way that you meet them, the way that you speak to them, just the way you connect to them, for example. However, I'm, I'm really a great big proponent of finding a vocation that is truly deeply aligned with your purpose so that you can really give your gifts in the way that will help the most and that will be most meaningful, most enjoyable, most fulfilling for you and your soul. Yeah. Why waste resources? Why waste your precious powers into in doing something that that isn't fully aligned? Doesn't make any sense, of course. So, and that's what my work is so much about. That's what I want to help you with through this podcast. And and in case you choose to do one-on-one -on -one work with me, I'm so delighted to help with this. Yeah, I think that's all. Thank you for listening. And um, please reach out if you have any questions about this. Just um, yeah, go to my website and, and find the contact page and send me a message. And if you have any feedback on the podcast, please let me know. It's, um, yeah, it's always so nice to hear from, from listeners. Oh, and one more thing before I sign off here. Um, there's an article about this topic on my website. It's called Soul Work and the Purpose Octagon, and it's written by Jonathan Gustin. So yeah, if you want to 
have a look at that, you can go to my website, paulisari.com and find the resources section in the menu and there you'll find the article. Okay, so thank you for listening and have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.